well within. I hope you guys are having a nice day. <laughs> it's hot as hell again, y'all. It is hot as hell again, baby. Let me talk to you guys about something. talk about this so i haven't sat down not one day to watch the um trial but we went down to see my grandmother and my great-grandmother um and we were watching the trump trials get my little two cent about this for a minute um y'all know i can be conspiracy theorist like or whatever and sound cuckoo for cocoa puffs and then i could just be straight up real with you but what i'm about to say is about to be a mixture of the two um the first part oh i got 616 on 616 happy birthday tupac um first thing first got done eating i didn't eat the whole thing i'm gonna save the rest for later but first thing first we gonna talk about this i'm gonna go ahead and say this my mom and i we both talked about this and it's pretty obvious to me that trump is about to get away with this okay um y'all may think something different Y'all may think something, you know, I'm just saying there's no justice in the justice system when you are going against a very rich person, okay? And on top of that, there's a possibility that you have something on other government officials, okay? Because once you get in the, the good old boy club, you know all their little dirty secrets, Okay? So, to me, I feel like Trump is not going to jail, but it was something about what the guy said, the chairman said, enclosure. I feel like it was a warning. So, yeah. He said Trump is trying to run again for 2024. And he's going to try this bullshit again. He didn't say bullshit. I said bullshit. birthday was two days ago so this trial is happening around his birthday I I'll be honest with you I don't know what part that plays in astrology I'm not an astrologist 
I just like looking at astrology because it's a very interesting thing to study. But I just know that Donald Trump, I'm just mad they got him as the 45th president. Y'all, he turned 76 on June 14th. So he turned 76 while this trial was happening. And it scares me to think, my thing is, is this, okay? I'm not judging anybody, and I'm not saying that people who are older are not vibrant. But by the time I'm 76, one, I'm not running for office, one. Two, um, my plans for 76 is to be on someone's beach. Or, let's be straight up honest, I might even own a beach. I have a plan on getting flown out by some 80-year-old man. <laughs> you can't teach old dogs. No tricks. We get flown out at 76 years old. I'm gonna have pink and purple hair. Okay. I'm gonna have nails on with rhinestones on them. Okay, I am dot granny. <laughs> time to be playing these political games okay when you get to your 70s you need to be relaxed you done did everything you could do you done lived the life you supposed to live i don't know why in god's name you are choosing the latter part of your life to be a nuisance to society okay period <laughs> i can just see my little old butt right now <laughs> I'll be wearing a thong <laughs> at 76. <laughs> I'll be on the beach getting a little tan, but I can't stay out there for too long. Cause <laughs> gotta keep my skin perfect, honey. Now, I think about it. If I'm trying to look like that at uh, 76, at 31, I need to stop eating fried foods. <laughs> but, on a serious note, you would think that Trump would stop. Okay, we're going to be vibrant. We're going to be vibrant on the beach, having fun. Not sitting over here trying to take over a damn country. Okay, that's kind of stupid. Y'all can have this bullshit. <laughs> okay y'all can have it but it just bothered me it was crazy because my mom said it I didn't hear that he said it but then my mom said it and then she repeated when we were in the car that he said he's going to try this again I was angered by the footage I saw of these crazy people in Capitol Hill running to the Cap Capitol building Excuse me, I just drank some soda, so I deeply apologize if I sound gassy. It bothered my soul. It bothered me. It bothered me. And the reason it bothered me was because... These guys got away with storming the Capitol Hill, okay? 
when black people were protesting George Floyd's death, those police officers were standing there ready to shoot. We were protesting the gunning down of an unarmed black man. Not This man didn't get gunned down. He got choked to death. Let's call that, okay? Y'all gonna say, how you gonna say that? That's insensitive to the family. No, he got choked to death in front of millions of people. Now, I have a controversial view on George Floyd, but I ain't gonna sit here and pretend like that didn't happen to his black ass. They put a knee on his neck and crushed his windpipe. Okay. They crushed this grown black man's windpipe and we protested and those police officers were standing there ready to fight. These hillbillies from all the Confederate states who still have not had an understanding that the Confederate lost the Confederate loss, okay? That's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> All right? We can't go back to 200, 300 years ago and make the Confederate win. You lost, period, okay? Storm the Capitol building, they were only 40 feet behind Mike Pence. idea of, of 40 feet think about how far the chairman is from the person that's testifying is and that's what the guy said i forgot what one of the guy said i don't know all the names so please don't get offended he said this is the same distance between me and you right now that's how close they were to mike pence nancy pelosi was hiding in a closet, which I'm not hiding in a closet. You come for me, I send for you. Alright, I told my mom if there was somebody that was from the hood, Baltimore gonna come out, Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens gonna come out, okay? Crenshaw, Compton, Slauson gonna come out. We ain't fucking with you. We ain't gonna sit up here and let you just come up on us like that. We're just not going to do that. But these are the same officers who were running for their life were staying up there strong when black people were marching for George Floyd. That was not a violent protest. Nobody had weapons. People lost their eyes protesting that summer over George Floyd's death. Okay? Eyeballs, people have sores all over them, injuries dealing with the protests. But these douchebags got to bum rush the Capitol building with Nancy Pelosi in a closet and Mike Pence running down the stairs, and these guys were 40 feet behind him. 
40 feet.
Okay. This is crazy. How you gonna be more outraged of black people fighting to see themselves as human beings than you are of people who literally hate everything that's brown and black and Jewish and gay who threaten to hang pits and that's a threat and not only was that a threat it was a terroristic threat and it was treason stupid like this I black asses I'm pretty sure my ass would be dead you know it's not like Washington DC doesn't have enough nigga blood all over its damn building y'all don't want me to go there but <laughs> me and my home skillet biscuits with cheese on the side y'all would stop us in the house while I'm tweeting that foolishness okay me and Obama were home skillet biscuits and we don't want Trump's crazy ass in office <laughs> me and him some niggas from Chicago some niggas from Baltimore some niggas from New York Cali the, the most dangerous niggas y'all know the Crips, the Bloods, and the Pyrus we all said we don't want this white motherfucker in office and we did this Obama would be dead the next day They ain't no sitting in, in the jail cell waiting for a trial to happen. There's boom. Okay. And besides the racial part of this shit, let's talk about... Y'all soft. Y'all trying to be cordial and balance. I need balance. I am very aware I need balance. You don't have to tell me I need balance. You guys always, all I know is my spiritual advisor, she tells me you need balance. I know I need balance. I really do. But I have been peaceful my whole life. I don't start fight with people who start fight with me. I wish they never lived. That's just period. Like, I literally want somebody to invent a time machine so I make sure their mom and dad don't make person that's making sure the person doesn't happen um but I forgot the whole point I was making but the point I was making is outside of the racial part of it this was kind of scarier than I thought 
Um, I did not realize. I mean, I remember it happening. Now, I remember it happening because I still had my car. Because I got out. I was in my car. I came home. My mom was in her room. And she said, did you see this shit? I saw it. And it scared me. Because it reminded me of those mobs that used to go and hunt down black people and hang them for something they probably didn't do. You know, you want to know the story of Lake Lanier, Tesla, Oklahoma, Rosewood. <laughs> Those are all about white mobs. So I was triggered by the fact that it was a white mob. Don't get me, don't get it twisted. There, I saw one little black person that was there. I don't know if he was there, if he was a journalist, or anything like that. But I saw one black person that was there, okay? But it triggered me. But I didn't realize how bad it was and how scary it was. And like I said, I'm not a fan of Pence, but it's scary to know that he was 40 feet away from people possibly putting a gun to his head. That is scary to know that anybody is that close to being executed by a mob of weirdos or like, um, what's his name? The governor of New Jersey, what's his name? Chris Christie said crackpots. These crazy ass people. He was that close to those type of people. Now, once again, I have my theories and my reservation on every thing. Don't get me twisted. Don't get me wrong. But still, as a person, uh, for a mob of people to be running after you and for you to be that close to the mob of people who want to hang you is scary. But this is scary as hell, and it shows you the situation. And then we also talk about the fact that they played out the whole fact that they made it seem like Pence was such a hero. question how much danger he was in and if he wasn't in danger then what was he but it's just scary thinking people who were chanting hang pence hang pence were that close to him I'm not a fan I ain't a fan of his work 
I have an idea. I, I think that I feel like he is something. Don't. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Because then y'all going to start saying you talking crazy. So, I going to tell you my theory on who Pence is. My thing fell over. Um, but, I just find it to be scary that anybody that wants to end your life or hurt you is that close to you. Okay? Um, with that being said, hope you guys are having a lovely day. It's still hot as hell. That's a long ass introduction. Today we're supposed to be talking about Cynthia Anderson. from BuzzFeed and I saw it on BuzzFeed. I ain't gonna sit here and act like none of these stories come from YouTubers or big brand uh, blogs that y'all don't know about. Today we're supposed to be talking about Cynthia Anderson, okay? to Mr. Granberry and baby dad number one I have not gotten comfortable with telling Mr. Granberry he baby, baby dad number two um cause like well granted it's a rumor okay and I first got the news this weekend and so the rumor has been spreading um, but is there a possibility, Mr. Granberry, and I'm congratulating you before it becomes a thing, because I hope this comes to fruition, um, that you and my Virgo King Mario are going to be doing the verses. And if you are doing the verses, congratulations are in order. I feel like Mario and Amorian, both of them, I already tell you, I did a whole little splash where I told Amorian, I felt like he was underrated talent. I did the same thing with Mario. I mean, these guys, they are the kings of our generation, okay? Them and Usher, and dare I say, the Dragon King himself. I feel like Cisco is very much underrated. I was watching him. Not mention this man is very highly humble. But I was watching him and him perform. This guy is very talented. But Mario and Amoria, I feel like they don't get the flowers that they deserve. Because there's a lot of controversy surrounding Mario and Amoria. I'm not going to tell you. Everybody got Google. I'm not going to talk trash about them. I'm not going to tell you the, the stuff surrounding them. Because um, I want them to get the flowers that they deserve. And I don't want people to hear the stories again and be canceling Mario or Morion. Because we don't need it. Okay? But I want to put positive vibes in the atmosphere for this to happen. Because this is for our generation. 
um, they didn't get to flourish the way they deserve to flourish, and they didn't get to be where they need to be. So, if it's true, and this is going to be what it's supposed to be, congratulations to Amorian and Mario for their verses. This is one is for us millennial babies. Because I had both these Negroes on a wall when I was little. I was I had both these kings. I shouldn't even say it, Negroes. Both of these kings on the wall when I was younger. They were teen heartthrobs. They're gorgeous. They're sexy. Love them both. So I to all you Mario and Amoria fans, please put positive vibes out there for this to happen. Because we need this to happen. If they can break the internet with a concert, they can. They deserve a versus. Okay? I think this should definitely happen. And this should definitely go down. Um, I want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about anything else. Um, I just want to get straight to the story. Um, so... Today we're talking about the, the weird case dealing with Cynthia Anderson, though. You know, you know a lot of people complain about being around employees that are weird or co-workers that are weird. They're staring at them. There's a, even an episode in Black Mirror about um, a guy that was staring at the employees um, and he had them in their game. He had them in his game and, you know... Because either they looked at him or he was just staring at them. And you have to be careful with people like that. Um, so today we're going to be talking about Cynthia Anderson. I mean, I don't know if it happened because she had weird employees around her. Or in my case, I feel like especially when grown folks go missing, it's because they don't want to be found. So we're going to be talking about Cynthia Anderson. And it's very obvious to me... can't do a commercial break in between these because I gotta put it in the beginning and I'm telling y'all all with the business tricks and trades and stuff um so that's what we're gonna be talking about um yeah and we're back <laughs> that was one story that I forgot to tell you guys <laughs> y'all know I had to tell the story right I had to tell a story because um, I don't like this person. If I don't like you, any bad thing you do, I'm going to put out there. Okay? Because you're going to prove me right anyway. Since people love to prove me right. So, DJ Academic is in trouble for a recording he did, which is kind of weird, which is kind of like, this is why DJ Academic is like, what's the way of saying this? This is what my issue is with DJ Academic. Y'all do know he was behind the um, whole thing with Selena Powell and Offset. He over here breaking up marriages and happy homes with his weird looking self. 
I want you guys to hear what this uh whole ass nigga had to say. And then we're going to talk about Cindy Anderson. In the bigger scheme of things, there's not much difference between a 20 or a 17 or a 21 and a 17. Just kind of mean one's a minor and one's not a minor. But I will say, listen, I adopted this rule, which I think it was fine. I said, listen, man, as long as a chick got a college ID, she's getting fucked. I don't care if she's 17. I don't care if she's 17 and a half. I don't care if she just turned 17. She's going to get this dick. And to keep it real, if you think about it in the bigger scheme of things, there's not much difference between a 20 or a 17 or a 21 and a 17. Just kind of me one's a month. <laughs> Which is probably why you got Selena Powell out there doing stuff for you. Like finding evidence that these rappers are hoes and you're the real true hoe. say this keep posted on DJ Academic more stuff is going to come out about him because he done pissed a lot of people in the entertainment industry out same thing with WAC 100 um, I don't have a vendetta against WAC 100 as much as I do against uh, DJ Academic but I will tell you this those who expose get exposed themselves okay it always happened to the best and the worst of us. If you're in the game of exposing people, people are going to expose you. I'm going to be honest with you. Most of the stuff that I tell you guys about is public record. There's stuff I found out or stuff I know personally that I heard or word on the street told me or a little birdie chirp chirp in my ear. I don't say nothing about it because it has not been publicly proven. I only deal with suckers. I have to physically prove to you that this happened. I can't just come out here and say, well, I, my third eye, my, my only third eye told me y'all don't believe it until you see it. But this is just a little small part of it. Okay. A very much small part of this. They're going to find out some stuff about uh, WAC 100 too. Because there's no way in the world you're going to sit up there and pull out a whole sex tape. Dealing with a deceased person. And it, the messed up part is. Nipsey is not allowed to defend himself. I don't go after people unless they allow and defend themselves. It's kind of like them punk ass niggas went after Michael Jackson after Michael Jackson died. That was stupid. So yeah. Today we're going to be talking about the disappearance of Cynthia Anderson and this happened uh, 40 years ago. It happened 40 years ago. People are saying 30, they say 30 because this was written 10 years ago. Um, so we're going to talk about the disappearance of Cynthia Anderson. It's kind of creepy and scary 
Um, but I'm going to say this. A lot of y'all, especially women, when you are in a workplace and you have that one weird person that always looking at you and staring at you and flirting with you. And um, be cautious of people like that. And they still have not found her. Or where she went. Okay. This story is from Tol Toledo. <laughs> it says Toledo. I know how to read. Anyway, it says Toledo. It's from ToledoBlade.com. Want you guys to sit back and relax. Get you some Kool-Aid. Get you some lemonade. And get you some very, very cold ice. We're talking about the missing, the disappearance of Cynthia Anderson. Okay. It says, woman disappear, disappearance, a mystery after 30 years. In 2008, Michael Anderson died without knowing what happened to his daughter. He lived 28 years without so much as a solid clue to where she might be. He managed to believe for all those years that someday she would call and say she had amnesia but was okay. Cynthia was 20 years old when she vanished. 30 years ago, on August 4th, 1984. What is up with that birthday? Why I get stuff? Okay, you know what? I'm going to calm down. From the East Manhattan Boulevard Law Office, where she worked as a legal secretary. Police almost immediately began investigating with the notion that foul play was involved. The body was never found and charges was never filed. The case has gone cold. Every so often, new information come in and we follow up on it. Toledo Police Chief Mike Navari said, Chief Navari was in his fourth year with the department when Miss Anderson went missing. Patrols were given photos of the woman that some kept in the cruisers, but Miss Anderson disappear disappeared during a particularly violent time in the city. Police were investigating serial killers and a number of other gruesome homicides. What city is in? I'm sorry, I had to get it. If I'm guessing, this says Toledo. So I'm guessing it's in Toledo, Ohio, if I'm not mistaken. Let me continue. That's not to say the case was went unnoticed. Less than a year after her appearance, a case filed with information was so thick it takes two hands to pick it up, according to a June 1982 Blade article. It probably started as, in, as any muggy late summer day would have miss anderson after skipping breakfast left her parents bed for townhouse township home about 8 30 that morning in her white 1980 chevrolet citation she wore a white v-neck dress with red piping open-toed sandals a sapphire ring a gold watch and carried a brown purse she only had 10 days left at the office before she was to start college classes People reported to police that they saw Miss Anderson as late as 9.45 a.m., but people calling the law office told attorneys they tried calling without response about 10 a.m. When attorney James Rabbit went to work that morning, he found the office empty. Miss Anderson's car was parked outside, but her purse and keys were gone. She didn't leave a note on the door, which was her unusual practice, and the door in the book she was reading, a romance novel, was left open. Hmm... All reports say the book was turned to a page about the violent abduction of the main character. 
You knew right away something was wrong, Mr. Rob Rabbit told the Blade in 2001. You knew she was coming back. You knew she wasn't coming back. Jay Philstein, a Toledo labor attorney, was associated at the firm with Miss Anderson m missing. In fact, the day she disappeared, Mr. Philstein spent the morning in court with Mr. Anderson and one of his sons. Okay, so let's recap the whole story, okay? She's a 20-year-old college student that worked at a law firm, okay? She was a legal secretary, all right? Now, taking a job at a law firm is dangerous. It's dangerous because you don't know who has beef or was falsely accused by an attorney that was released from jail that could be coming after this law firm. So that's what I thought when I initially heard this story. Okay? Let's continue. When Mr. Anderson died in January 2008, he was still living at the home Miss Anderson grew up in in 3030 Springbrook Drive. He never changed his phone number. What if she was trying to get called, get, get back home? If he left, she would never find her family. The father of four buried two wives. Miss Anderson's mother died of cancer in 1983, neighbor Luann Hayward said. Behind the Anderson home is a small playhouse and a swing set where the children used to play. The play sets are worn from years of idle sitting. The paint has chipped off of the playhouse and the swing set is partially hidden by tall grass. The posts are rusted and the swings are wrapped around the top bar. He had a lot of faith, Miss Hayward said. Mrs. Hayward said. He wasn't one to give up. Mrs. Hayward said that when Mr. Anderson went out to search for his daughter, that she would go to the family's home and keep Mrs. Anderson and her children. She hasn't spoken to, Ms. to the Anderson family in years, and most of the other neighbors have moved away. No one really talk about it anymore. Details of August 4th, 1981 are hard to remember, but Mrs. Hayward, whose children played with the Andersons, said the young woman was attractive. Maybe she caught the attention of a passerby. Without a body, it's impossible to know what happened to, young, to the young woman. Mr. Anderson was also preceded in death by his daughter, Cynthia Anderson, according to the father's obituary. Okay. So this was on the 30th anniversary. So they published this on August 4th. 2011. This is 30th anniversary. It says contact Taylor um Taylor Dungeon at tdungeon at blade.com or okay, that's not for if you found this person. Okay, so that's the story. Okay, but there's another part to the story I want to talk about. I don't know. I think I have to go to um Buzzfeed to find that. Because I think something was written on the wall of her house. 
I want to talk about that part. So this next article is from BuzzFeed Unsolved-Fandom.com and says, um, so it was Ohio, I'm right. Okay. So... On the wall, across from her office window, first and foremost, here's the facts that they didn't tell you. <laughs> one of them is that she had plans on going to Bible college, which is the same when her boyfriend was currently enrolled in. And... They said some unnerving things had happened at work. They said previous year on a wall across from her office window, someone painted the word, I love you, Cindy, in a large letters along with small, smaller by GW. According to one of her friends, Cynthia was only Cindy who worked on that side of the mall, on the strip mall where the law office was located. The sign seemed intentionally placed in order for Cynthia to see it. Cynthia apparently had no idea who GW could have been the metric remained up for six months before finally being covered up. It said a few weeks later, the later the same message reappeared this time in even larger letters. The sign, however, would soon become the least of Cynthia worries in the summer of 81. She began to be harassed by anonymous phone calls with disturbing ominous messages. One of the law firm's clients, Larry Mullins, recalled a time when Cynthia received a phone call While he was in the office, Mullen said Cynthia picked up the phone and quickly hung up, only for the phone to ring again as soon afterwards, according to Mullins. Cynthia's face betrayed the face that she was scared, honestly and sincerely, sincerely scared. Cynthia began experiencing reoccurring nightmares in which she would be kidnapped and murdered by a stranger. Due to the phone calls and Cynthia growing an understandable paranoia, her employers instructed her to keep the officers, keep the office doors locked at all times, even during business hours. They also start an emergency buzzer at her desk, which would alert a nearby business if she were to use it. Unfortunately, these precautions would turn out to be inadequate. Okay, so somebody wrote on a wall that was across from Cynthia's office. I love you, Cindy. And then in smaller words, it said GW. Then somebody wrote it in bigger words again. And then summer of 81, which is the same summer that she went missing, she kept getting harassing messages on the phone. Now you can go to buzzfeed-unsolved.fandom.com or you can just look up the disappearance of Cynthia Anderson and it will tell you the whole story. I'm not going through the whole story, but the lady is still missing and has been missing for 40 years. Her father passed away without finding her and where she's at. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. You know what's so crazy? It's like last night, 
<laughs> I mean, this morning I posted happy birthday Tupac and I wanted to talk about um the mystery behind Tupac's death and the album that he put out before he passed away and the possibility of him being alive, but I say that for 9-13, which is the day that he allegedly passed away. Yes, I said allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I hope you guys have a lovely weekend and a lovely day. And I hope you guys stay safe and stay cool. Um... Girl, it's almost the end of June already. We're going to talk about some conspiracy theorists. And I want to talk about the Order of the Knights Templar. So we're going to talk about the Order of the Knights Templar. Or we're going to talk about crazy and mysterious stories on reality TV. I don't know. I haven't quite decided that. Um, I will be doing a panel on Friday evening. So be there. Or you're already square if you're there. So. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is Lady Tiffany Ma. And this is These Walls of Thin. What you do in the dark will come to light. Hopefully it will come to light what happened to Cynthia Anderson. Unfortunately her father passed before knowing exactly what happened to his daughter. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. And I do have several other stories that I could talk about. Um, we could talk about this case about this um, girl that went missing and was found dead also. But I kind of want to get into some, some more conspiracy theories. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am so outie.